Hi guys, it's your girl Lori G at random. So tonight I have a special guest who's very, very, very special to me. It's my husband and he's going to help me read off some questions that I have a lot of people that have asked me about and they want me to address it on the show tonight. So my husband's going to be my little helper tonight and we're going to basically read off the questions that people have sent in and give you guys our honest opinion and how we feel about what you have asked us. And don't worry, whoever asks these questions, your last name will not be given, just your first name. So if you're listening right now, you're about to hear the answers to everything that you've asked me within the last couple of days. So... Honey, say hello. Honey, hello. Say hello to everybody else. Hello, everybody else. That's what I'm married to. You wanted it. Oh, my God. Okay. You say that a lot, too. Shut up. Goodness gracious. All right. So, the first question is by Masumi. And Masumi asks me, answer this seriously. Do raccoons have people hands or do we have hands like raccoons? Honestly, <laughs> when I got this question, I felt like, well, I laughed at it, but then I felt, I started to think, does she have a point? No. You don't think she has a point? No, it's Masumi. She never has points. <laughs> you can't say that. She only has edges. <laughs> well... Do you think raccoons have hands like us? <laughs> we have hands like raccoons? They have paws. They have the same amount of digits that we do, but their physiology is different. How so? Well, they are mammals, but they also have different characteristics, just like any species does. Okay, but... We're all from the same planet, so biologically we all have the same components in our bodies. Yeah, but did so you have- if you look at an X-ray of an animal's hand and our hands, you'll see the same bone structure in different ways. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Well, you don't know a lot of things. Well, you don't know a lot of things. I don't claim to know everything. You think you know everything? I don't think I know everything. You totally think you know nope. everything. Yes, you do. Nope. Yes, you do. It comes with being an Aries. You're arrogant. Oh, the made-up thing that is astrology that is completely made up based off dead stars. Oh my God! Whatever. Okay, this is a question from you, actually. Why do I only read the headlines of a story and not the article? What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Exactly what it is. You never read the article. Because. You will start full-on conversations about pointless shit that have no <laughs> basis behind them. It's like, honey, we just got bombed by New York. What do you mean we got bombed by New York? <laughs> the Iranians bombed New York. What the fuck are you talking about? No, that is... I read that's... an article in a newspaper or something. No, 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 what happened is... What happened is, is that I... I... I only read articles... You don't read ...that I feel are interesting. Then don't click on them. But if it's not interesting, I just read... The headlines. And then start a conversation based because on Because I share the headline with you. I share the post with you. So I'm expecting you, or I tag you in the post. So I'm expecting you to click on the post and read it and be like, oh, hey, and carry on the rest of the conversation. So you want me to read the thing you don't want to read so I can give you the information. Oh, come on. Doesn't anybody out there just look at 
the headline of the article and be yes, like... Yes, everyone on Facebook, all of your family members, everyone in the world who does not know how to use critical thinking. Are you... You don't use critical thinking all the time. Yes, I do. No, you don't. I'm very analytical about everything. Once again, arrogance. But not because I'm an Aries. Because it... I'm an asshole. Hey, you said it, not me. I'm proud to be an asshole because then people will stop bothering me. Oh, my God. I'm rethinking doing this podcast with him. This is probably going to be your most successful one. Are you serious? Yes. All right. Going out to Priscilla. Why do people... What do people think about co-sleeping with their babies? And did, and did having a baby change their minds? Well, I can honestly say when I was pregnant with my first son... um. Sleeping with him, having him sleep in the bed never really crossed my mind. I was pretty much gun hold on putting him in his own bed. But I will say um, what stopped me from putting him in his own bed was one night when we put him in there and he vomited all over himself. I got scared because he was sleeping on his back. So I'm like, oh my God, he's going to choke. But to be honest, I I think... I think it's whatever you're comfortable with. Um, but if you know you and your husband are like really bad sleepers, don't put the, the baby in the bed with you. Um, that's just that's just common knowledge. Um, my husband is pretty, uh, he's a pretty cautious sleeper. He always has been. He doesn't really move around that much. Me, I move around a lot, but we've, we've literally, we have two kids and we literally have had both of them sleep with us. And I don't, I don't think it's ever been like a, a, a big problem. What do it's you think? It's not a huge problem. No, I mean like about. It's never been comfortable. Well, what do you think about the question, dear? The question is based off of whether families should sleep in the same bed. There have been multiple studies around the world, and it's all just perspective. It's all about what you want to do with your child. Some people will speculate that having children sleep with their parents up until the age of five is perfectly fine if that's what works for you it works for you if you want to have your bed alone then you need to suck it up stop crying put your baby in the crib let them cry let them go through the channels and steps of actually becoming more independent and not relying on their parent and this is a giant thing for you because it wasn't just robin throwing up in the crib you could oh, not be my goodness. torn. It has him in. well. It was a, it's you, our. It was our son. It's our first baby. I think yes. you didn't. I and, it, and you won't even understand. I we both both of us got very lazy, you no, know, because you know I the baby cries. You, you know the baby because you had to get the bottle. We both got very lazy because you know you have to wake up and you have to take care of the baby. You know the wake up especially when they're first born. They mm. they they wake up every like. One to two hours. It was just easier instead of walking to the next room or bending down to to just easily to just turn and the baby's right there and you just feed him, put him down, go back to sleep. So, Raven was a different story because I was breastfeeding. It was just easier to do the same thing. You're making a good amount of excuses, right? But now. it was easier for you. But you don't. You didn't breastfeed. No, but what I did do was wake up three to six times a night. And having to deal with your mood swings and having to deal with you saying, my breasts hurt, the milk's coming in, it's heavy, she's not drinking, my baby doesn't love me. 
That's what happens when you have a child. No. Women go through a lot of mood swings. I'm not talking men about don't, women. Men I'm don't, talking about you. Men, no, women. Women as a yes, whole, we go through. Yes, and men have to deal with it. Yes, but yeah. you guys, just, we're getting off a topic. No, we're this, off this topic. Is, no, this is whatever. Okay, so the next question. Oh, my God, this man. The next question is from Damien. What's my favorite Star Wars character? I would have to say my favorite Star Wars character would have to be Padme, Anakin. You only need to pick one. I know, but I have so Your many. Your one all-time favorite character from Star Wars. Qui-Gon Jen. There you go. Do you have a favorite? Not one. He does You don't like. You don't have a favorite. What about the All Mandalorian? The, the Mandalorian isn't part of Star Wars. It is part of Star Wars. It's it takes a side part, story. but it takes part between six and seven. Yeah, but it's not. Part okay, of so the who was? Oh, yes, it is. So who do you like in the Mandalorian? The Mandalorian is an interesting character because it was from a good writer. Who do you like? The Mandalorian. Uh-huh. The Mandalorian, but the question that, is, but that's what I'm asking. Star Wars, what Star Wars? Are you but the Mandalorian about? still has the Mandalorian is still part of Star All Wars. All right, if we're going off of that basis, then I would rather go with Star Killer from The Force Unleashed. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because it was written by someone who actually knows story theory. It was produced as an actual game that was for recreation. Not the same tired, repeated story for the last nine movies. Oh my goodness. It's always the same trilogy. I like everything once. Kid born on the sand planet. I don't. Gets saved by a Jedi. (laughs) Then goes into the next movie where they lose to the Empire. And the third act of the Empire. Blah, 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 blah. Someone dies. Robin go back to sleep. Yes, I see you. Get your ass back in bed. Back to sleep, little boy. Back in the bed. Go. Being all pathetic. And that was our son. Probably going to wake up Raven now. Probably. All right. right, Star Wars sucks. Our next question is from Jessica. And that is... How do I feel about smoking ages being changed to 21? Now, honestly, my husband did say something that was very interesting. He said that um, the smoking age shouldn't just be changed to 21. But um, what did you say? The The age of adulthood should be changed to 21. Yes. And I, I actually agree with that because honestly... You're still a kid. Even at 21, you're still a baby. Uh, there's You have no real views on the world. You really haven't gone through anything. And I'm not talking about breakups and, oh, you being in and out of jail or, or whatever the case may be, or mommy and daddy divorced. You really have no real life experiences. 21, you know, you, I feel like you get more responsibility and you get more, um, more, a little more clarity, but not as much clarity as you would get as the coming ages, um, come. What do you think? This is just personal opinion, but our life expand, our life have, our life expectancies have gone up from the 50s to the 100 range. We're the first generation that's going to make less money than our parents. 
So I really don't believe that an 18-year-old should be signing legal documents that will indenture them to debt for the rest of their life. That ties in with college. Yes, ties into college, military, car loans, anything. If you're signing your life away to a large sum of money, 18 years on the planet does not justify you to make that kind of decision. I and understand being right that. out of high school mm-hmm. when you're still a teenager doing dumb things. Exactly. The legal age of drinking is 21 because when it was 18, the, the amount of vehicular deaths and all manners of underage drinking was what caused the limit to go up to 21 right after Prohibition. When they re... Right after Prohibition ended, when they reinstated alcohol as a taxable source of produce and recreation in the United States. Yeah. So, I I agree with what you said. Honestly, them upping cigarettes only for allowing 21-year-olds to buy it, I think it's a smart move. But at the same time, um, Jessica, when she did ask me this question also pointed out that, yeah, it might be a smart move, but if you already have, let's say, 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds, even 18-year-olds who are smoking right now, they're going to get their cigarettes one way or another. And that could be from buying it off of people, you know, from school, which which will eventually become, you know, illegal, or buying it or having an adult buy it for them and them smoking it, which is going to lead to them to getting caught and getting in trouble anyway. So, I mean... A crime is a crime. Worrying about the the age limit of a controlled substance doesn't change a crime or how easily it is obtained. Cigarettes have been being purchased by teenagers, adults. There are kids in junior high school smoking. They're getting cigarettes. They're drinking. They're getting the alcohol. They're getting firearms. Just because there's a law does not mean that crime will go away, yeah, it but it will make it more difficult it. for people to get the substance that they don't want to get. That's true. That much That much is true. But at the same time, it's just, does it help or does it do more damage? It's going to be the same. It's not about doing more damage. It's about accountability. I don't know. Maybe you guys can um, send in a voice message. Uh, The link will definitely be at the bottom of the description of this podcast. And you can tell us your thoughts on that. Um, Tell us your thoughts on all of the questions if you want that we are answering tonight. But um, I think this is one of the um, big ones that um, I'm happy that is uh, being addressed. And I'm happy I got to answer it. Uh, here's another one. Uh, Tish wants to know, what do you think of people raising their children as gender neutral until the child is old enough to decide for themselves? Honestly, I think when it comes to things that have to deal with gender gender neutral or um, the L, how do you say it? The L- this isn't about sexuality. No. This okay. is about gender neutral. Being gender neutral means that you don't identify as male or female. I think I think that, and I'm going to say it, that and everything else, I think kids should just be kids. I think if you have a girl, let her feel like a princess. I think if you have a boy, let him be as rough and rowdy as he wants. I don't think gender neutral should even... 
I don't think it should be talked about with them. I don't think it should be an option for them. If your daughter wants to feel like a princess and your boy wants to be rowdy, I think you should allow that. Yeah, but those are things that are taught and learned. It's not something that a girl knows, oh, this is a princess, this is how I should be dressed. Oh, I like baseball, I must be a boy. That's not how things work. The way children learn about gender and the differences between male and female is based off of the toys they play with the clothes well yeah and the things that the parents introduce them to and i i agree with that i i completely agree with that but even if you were to not introduce your children to these things okay say you have a girl you don't introduce her to being a boy or a girl eventually she's gonna realize hey i don't have a penis and that girl's dressed like that i'm a girl so it so why even go through all that it's not about that. It's just people always look for new ways to become woke or define themselves as not binary. And I think everybody, I think there's just too many stupid things. I mean, there's too many isms. There's too exactly. Many, there's too many classifications for the same thing. And it's just a waste of time. It's just for people to have an opinion about something that doesn't change the actual outcome of anything. Exactly. And to be and to be honest, I mean, it's no different like there was this lady I was watching on, I think Dr. Phil it was, and she was called trans aged or something like that and she like she was like 80 or something like that and she was dating like 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds and she's like, "Well, if you can have transgender, you can have trans ageism." And it's just Again, that's not sexuality. I know, I'm just just saying. I I know, I'm just saying like how you were saying there are so many new trends and stuff. That's what I'm... Yeah, but that's more of just a a means to an end. That's saying I want to date younger men, so I'll put this label on it to make it more feasible. But the whole thing about gender neutral is to have it so boys and girls aren't stigmatized into these lines where girls wear pink and boys wear blue. Well, yeah, I think I think when it comes to colors, any color, because honestly, when you become a woman, you wear every color under the sun. Same boys, boys. I, that's just about said. Boys wear pink. Our son has a pink um, flannel shirt, and he looks extremely handsome in it. Yeah. But the, does that make him girly? No, it makes him hot. And to be honest with you, <sighs> boys were wearing pink. I think before girls. Yes, every color, every thing was for boys. Boys would wear dresses until they were six. They would wear nightgowns. This is back in the 1800s up until the late 1900s. They were wearing, the first males wore heels. Yes, heels were designated for men to seem taller because... There were some women that were taller. Yes, men of short stature always needed to feel more superior, so they would wear lifts, they would wear this. Men would wear powdered wigs to seem more um, imperial and powerful. Exactly. You know, but um, honestly, my opinion is let your kid be a kid. I think you should let your kid be a kid and what they are within your wound until they have to go, go out into the real world and really face these real decisions. I say if you have a girl... Let her be a girl. If you have a boy, let him be a boy. Because eventually when they get older, they're going to have to make these decisions and choices for themselves. So I say let them enjoy their childhood and the, the, the sex that they are while they still can. I don't think anything should really be 
um, folk forced on them or, or even brought up. That's just my opinion. No one has to agree with it. It's just how I feel. We raise both of our children to know that they are a boy and they are a girl. And we let them be who they are. And we let them have fun. And, you know, we treat our daughter like a princess. And we treat our boy like an assassin ninja. No, I treat both of them like assassin ninjas. Oh, my God. My daughter is going to have a boomerang. He wants her to be an assassin. She already is an assassin. She slaps me in the face enough. Oh, my God. You're, you're really, really trying to build an army here. Again, this is about gender, gender neutrality, which <laughs> means she's not a princess. She's a ninja princess. And he's not a prince. He's a elegant prince, which means he can play with dolls and commandos at the same time. He's not going to play with dolls he because when does he play with dolls. okay, but when he plays with her, Tiana, do you know what? He, do you know what Spider Man does to Tiana? What grabs her by the hair and throws her in the wall? Yeah, as she should. Oh my God! Okay, the next one is from Sam. It's a riddle, and it says, "Here is a riddle for you. I can bring a smile to your face, a tear to your eye, or a thought to your mind, but I can't be seen. What am I?" And Drama. <laughs> That's so true, though. The hint is, I'll never get any sleep for I scream and I scratch, but hey, I have cute little feet. Sounds like mitochondria. <laughs> Sam, we already got the riddle. Congratulations to you and your husband. I hope all well goes well for you and your child. Um, here's one from Kira. Her thing is, who is your favorite character in The Witcher? The Witcher is actually doing pretty well right now. Um, we just finished it today, didn't we? We've watched the first season, correct? Um, I have to say my favorite character is Geralt. Um, I'm I'm not a big fan of Yennefer or um is it is it's is it Trish Gold or Marigold? Marigold. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of them. Um, I don't know. Usually I ha I do like the women, the heroine women, but I just don't have a, I don't know. I'm not really drawn to them. I just like, I like, I like Geralt. What about you? Well, I think you have an idea of what the character should be based off the video game I played, but this is based off the book series. So it's still young. They still have to go through all their character development. In the series, my favorite character is Dandelion. Dandelion. He's the bard. The bard? I don't think I ever... He's the one traveling with Geralt right now in the show. Oh! His name is his stage name is Dandelion. Okay, I never heard his name. They never called him Dandelion in this. this is a, that's a nickname he picks up later. Oh, yeah, I like him. He's funny. He's, yes. I never... What did he say? He said, I never buttered that bun. <laughs> yes. Dan Dandelion is the character that brings the comic relief and humanizes Geralt and tries to bring him into a different category of humanity. Do you, would you recommend The Witcher to anybody? I would recommend The Witcher to everyone. They should read the books. They should play the games. They should enjoy the show for what it is. It's been masterfully shot. All the pacing is... Just enticing enough to keep you enthralled throughout the entire episode. And my favorite part of the show is actually Henry Cavell because he immerses himself in the character 
and he portrays it very similarly to the the video game. Yes, that's what I like too. I wasn't expecting because when they said he was going to become the Witcher, I was like, I thought it was a joke. Yeah, he kept putting up those videos with his hair dyed white, and he didn't have the full gear on. But once they started showing production photos and the mock-ups, everyone started getting excited, and I started enjoying the the concept even more. Yeah, it's it. I don't know. I guess it's tastefully done. It's very it, true to the books, and it it's is. got a lot of influence from the character design of the. Video you can game. tell he's having a lot of fun. Well, he's a fan of the series. Well, yeah, he definitely is. You can tell he's doing so much better at this than of uh, Superman. God, that was an awful movie. Oh man, I did not like him as Superman. He didn't at like all. him as Superman. That's why he didn't do the Justice League movie. <laughs> they had to digitally alter his face because he grew a mustache for a different movie. Yeah, it's like he's like I don't really care at this point, but it's like this this whole Witcher thing. This is gonna go on for a long time. Even someone posted up uh, today on Facebook, the Witcher's gonna end up going on for twenty years. <laughs> I'm just like I don't know if it's gonna go for twenty years, but it's gonna have a lot of seasons. They already renewed it for a season two. They renewed they renewed it for a second season the day after the launch of the show. Yeah, it's like they just knew. They said this is this is gonna be our money maker, and the fact that it's on Netflix, I mean, <laughs> well, Netflix has a serious amount more capital than any of the other streaming services right now, and they've garnered up their reputation through all of their personal works. So they've laid down a foundation that's really working for them. Yeah, they really have. They still have a few shows that just throw out there for, for fucks and giggles, but it's still generally enjoyable to watch their originals. Yeah, and I mean, even um, though uh, Disney Plus has um, The Mandalorian, I mean... A That's its only saving grace right now. Exactly. I mean, I read that a lot of people were upset that Disney Plus was removing, uh, well, had removed a ton of movies and shows, and a lot of people were upset, even though they have the new Lizzie McGuire series coming back. Crap. Hey, I was never a fan of it, but there are those who are. But, I mean... Well, she needs a job. Yeah. I mean, honestly... I mean, Hilary Duff's not a bad actor. Yes, she is. You think so? She's not good. Oh, well, I don't think she's a bad actress. But I... She hasn't acted in anything, seriously. She's only been in Disney movies. That's true. That is true. Um, I, I don't know. I just feel like, like you said, the only saving grace Disney Plus really has is The Mandalorian. Um... Honestly, we have it for free right now because we have uh, Verizon, but I don't I don't really see us renewing it after this year. Honestly, and if we do, it will just be to watch The Mandalorian. Well, they're going to have a lot of content coming up this year. They have the Falcon and Winter Soldier show, Wanda Vision. What is what is Wanda Vision? It, it's Wanda and the Vision married. I feel like that's going to be very boring. Yeah, well. I don't, I don't, I don't. Marvel's trying to expand their universe. Loki's getting a show on the app, too. I could see the Loki show being pretty well And good. the thing Marvel's doing is they're making everything canon with the movies and the, the digital scape. Right. But, again, back to The Witcher. If you haven't checked it out, you definitely need to. Uh, Henry Calvell um, is fantastic in it, and so are his supporting actors. 
Um, it's a really good show, and it, me and my husband really do enjoy it. When I had time to watch it, it's like, no, I don't want to watch it right now. <laughs> I don't want to watch it right First now. of all, there's a thing called cheating when it comes to shows. You do it all the time. I do not. I cheated one time. You bitch. One time, you son of a... That's all it took. Fuck. It was one fucking time. Mm-hmm. Okay. That you admitted to. One t- I'm telling the truth. It was one time. It was the, the damn the uh, mass Singer when, when I watched it. I'm not it. talking about the mass Singer. Well, okay, well, then which one are you talking about? When you watched the Mega Sprite without me. And you watched oh, okay. the, the Kyoto Bed and Breakfast You said me. you weren't watching it anymore. Because you already watched three episodes without me. Okay, fine. This was my third. That was my, okay, so this was like my third cheat. That you can remember. That I can remember. Okay, but you've cheated on me. You were watching Parents Without Me right, and, and Rancher. It doesn't matter. I, I came in you. on that marriage. Okay. You came in that I came in on that marriage with you. I came in on that marriage with you. And then you just you I told you just totally went and started watching it without me. And then you started watching The Rancher without me. I watched it without you when I first started it. But I came in on that marriage. And I had to explain to you, who's that person? Who's that person? Who's that person? Who's that person? It's the worst shit ever. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Having to explain to you the plot of a show that you do not watch is the most nail-grinding... <sighs> <laughs> but hey, there's sometimes you watch shows that I have to explain to you. That I start watching. Love and Hip Hop doesn't count. I'm not talking about Love and Hip Hop. Remember I was watching Gossip Girl and you were like, hey, what are you watching? And I was like, Gossip Girl, and I had to explain everything to you. Yes, because you would put that on when I get home and I don't know what the hell's going on. This is the what, you got drawn into it. No, I didn't. You did. Did not. You did. Did not. You did. Did not. Did not. Did not. Did not. Did not. Did not. Um, but yeah, that's my favorite character in The Witcher. Um, the next question is from Victor, and he wants to know why did I decide to make a podcast? Because you're bored. Yes, that, that, that is one of that, the, that, that, that is one of the that reasons. That is the only reason. No, the no. other reason is that I thought it'd be cool to make a podcast where a stay-at-home mom can just talk about anything and give opinions and just do different like reviews on different things such as like animes and relationships and movies and things that are happening in our everyday world so i just thought hey it's something easy to do at home i don't it's not like i have to do it every single day i can get different co-hosts i can even do it by myself so so far it's been pretty fun i've enjoyed every co-host that i've had i've enjoyed Every podcast. I mean, this is my third one, and I like using Anchor, and it's it's really nice. I'm starting to understand it more, and it's and it's a lot more easier um, to use since I've been using it um, a lot more often. You know, um, my husband actually is the one who got me into podcast because he listens to tons of podcasts with um, different comedians and different um, comedy shows. Um, I think you heard someone's book on a podcast, right? Yeah, I listened to the Jeff Dunham 
book it's on audio tape spotify doesn't have a lot of audio tapes for books and series but they have a lot of stand-ups and the podcasts i listen to are generally about comedy yeah so he got me into a lot of the comedy uh podcasts and I don't know. I was just like, babe, how are they making these podcasts? And he explained it to me. And I was like, people can just do it from their home. And he was like, yeah. And I'm just like, that's no different than someone being on YouTube at home. Or a crazy person talking to themselves in their car. Or a crazy person talking to themselves in their car. It, it, it's no different. And it's so cool that we can do it on our cell phones and and actually be heard anywhere. Trust me. Everyone can hear you everywhere you go. You know what? What? You're a real jerk. Yes. You should call me the jerk. The jerk? Yes, the jerk. Really? Yes, also a Steve Martin movie from the 80s. Ugh, okay. So, honey, tell everyone what you think about your wife doing a podcast. I have no recollection or memory of what you just asked me. Honey, tell everybody... What? What you think about your wife doing a podcast. If it's something you enjoy doing, then do it. It doesn't matter what people think. It's about what you want to do with your life. Anything that keeps you from bugging me is fine. No one can see this right now, but she is perking her eyes down and looking me at a scowl. This is her Batman face that she makes. It's very cute. Silence is not good for podcasts. I really hate you right now. You hate me always. Oh my god. Yeah, you say that a lot. Anyway. You brought this on yourself. <sighs> yes, this is the man that I've been married to. And, and you're have, the woman I've had to deal with. And have decided to create life with. You decided. <sighs> Anyway, that's why I decided to make a podcast, because I thought it'd be something mm. nice to do, and when you're with kids all the time, it's nice to release some way or somehow, and I thought I feel a little bit important talking and letting people know opinions and different information and stuff like that. Mm. So how do you feel about the thing that's going on with Trump? What about Trump? The whole thing with the bombing? It's the same thing that always happens. How many times that a political leader is losing favor from his constituency an acts of a war or an act of violence to get his polls up? The thing in Iran isn't going to justify itself the same way that Iraq didn't justify itself, the Vietnam War didn't justify itself. All of these wars are just for profit. Pretty much. Do you think it will... It's not going to affect us in any way. There's going to be protests. There's going to be people who post stuff on Facebook about justice for this or if we stand with you here, but nothing's going to change. I mean, I know you say it's not going to affect us, but as a mom, I kind of get worried. And as your wife, I get, I get worried. I mean, I guess maybe because we see a lot of movies about stuff that happens and sometimes zombie apocalypses or if there's a nuclear war. That... Yeah, those are fantasy. There's not going to be a nuclear war over this. 
Are you sure? Yes, because there hasn't been a nuclear war in the last 50 years. But just because it's been in 50 years doesn't mean it wouldn't happen. Yeah, there's always a possibility. The possibility of Korea launching nukes at us was the flavor of the week two years ago. And here we are. No bombs dropped. True. The only successful terrorist attack that has ever happened on U.S. soil has been from the numerous... 9-11? No. 9-11 did not kill as many people as the last 420 mass shootings in our own soil. We have lost more lives to gun death in America than every war combined. That's true. It's sad, but it's it's very true. It's not the terrorists overseas that I worry about. It's the homegrown terrorists that keep getting labeled as white supremacists or the alt-right or any kind of psychopath who wants to justify their racism with a cause or a manifesto. Yeah. That is the only true terrorist that I actually have concerned over. This whole thing with Trump and Iran and his poll numbers and impeachment, it's all just clickbait. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't change anything. Trump doesn't really have the power people think he has. He has no authority to do anything that he wants to do without the aid of the Congress that backs him. I agree. So if people want to actually enact change, they should do this. And it's very simple. Sign a petition that will change the way we have our laws, which has been done in several countries in the past two decades, actually. That's true. But no one will do it. No one will get off their ass. They would rather post something on Facebook or cry about it on the news or actually have a conversation on a podcast and actually perform an act that will make actual change. And I myself am no different. I have my opinion right here, and my opinion will not go any further than the ears that it reaches. But the only way to enact real change would be for every single United States citizen to actually stop feeding into the machine and end this union. I agree. We already have Texas, California trying to secede from the union, Hawaii, Alaska. All of these states are built on a... A house of cards that was only an agreement so we didn't end up like Europe. Yeah. I agree with that. I mean it would it would it would be a great thing to see everyone to do that. It would people don't understand that the strength that would come with that kind of petition and, and power would be amazing, but how do you how do you keep people from doing that? How do you keep people from winning? Um, something greater than what they already have, you keep them divided. And as long as we as a nation are divided and worry about the petty things like what's going on, um, uh, like reality TV shows or uh, beyond what happened with Beyonce's daughter or, or about Kylie Jenner uh, trying to pose as a, as a black um, magazine uh a picture or whatever the case may be um these real matters are always going to just be talked about for a day and then end up sinking and the next thing we're going to be talking about is r kelly how to survive r kelly basically which is going to premiere i think like sunday or something like that that's already happened 
Oh, well, it's already no, That happened a year ago. No, they have a part two coming out. Yeah, they have a part two coming out. That's that's what I'm talking about. Okay. So, I mean, I feel like until, like you said, until people get off their butts and actually take it extremely serious, all they're going to do is complain and say what they hate about it and what they want change, but change isn't going to come unless we as a nation actually say, you know what, this rule needs to be changed, that rule needs to be changed. And I honestly think if we do change the rules to what needs to be changed, then our country would be a lot better off. I don't think it's more so our leaders. I think it's the rules that we have that is fucking everybody over. Yeah, it's the rules that are put in place to keep people down for the simple fact that every single district is redrawn and drawn again to make it more applicable to a specific person trying to win a, a vote. Even yeah. even the simplest voting laws in each state have been rigged in a specific way so people don't notice that they're actually voting against their own benefit. Exactly. If you look at the presidency... The American people don't choose the president. No, they the, don't. The Electoral College votes for who should be president. And I learned that in high school, to be honest. Yeah. You know, and the high school I learned it in, I'll say it's a special case, but not, not many high schools will blunt out tell you that, tell yeah. your children that. They'll make your children think that their vote matters. It doesn't. And again, these are our opinions, so anyone that wants to take offense, you're entitled to your opinion, we're entitled to our opinion. This is what we feel, and this is how we feel things are being ran, and these are our opinions. You can agree with us, or you don't have to agree with us. Either way, you know, we're going to speak how we feel about the matter. Yeah, and that's the base problem to everything. Everyone speaks about how they feel. Everyone says that... This is the cause that they want to stand behind, but it doesn't change anything. No, it doesn't. You want to feel conflicted about a certain point of view, or you want to talk about how a transgender should have a bathroom instead of just going to the binary stalls that have already been established. Everyone wants to be checked into a box and feel special, but in reality, all you are is a single digit in a large game of numbers, and you're not that and you're not that special you have your own hopes and dreams you have your own aspirations in life and it's something that you should hold value to but when you're talking about the machine that is the world you are a single digit and you are not going to be a, a solution unless you actually step out of that box yeah. if you don't step out of that box you're not going to be a solution and we as a nation as a people have to want to stop being numbers. We have to want to stop being randomly chosen. We have to take a stand and actually be like, enough is enough. And I agree, if there was a petition to change the laws, to make more fair laws, to make laws better than what we have, then by all means, let's do it. Mm -hmm. It's no different than, you know, there. I believe the laws that we have for today were set for a certain time. We as humans have evolved. Therefore, our laws should evolve. And our perceptions of what is and what isn't should change as well. Exactly. Sexuality should not be a determining fact as to how a person should be a candidate for something or as a person. 
the way a woman acts is in determination of her pay or why there's a difference in age between someone who's a teenager has no higher opinion than someone who's an elder but this is just the same labels and boxes that people are getting put into checked into and it's just it's the same thing by this time tomorrow there's going to be another shooting another war another death another catastrophe another celebrity hoax another another just another just another something yeah. another smoke screen just to distract us from what's it's really not the going illuminati on. running the world it's the 1% that everyone keeps talking about. Bernie Sanders loves saying the 1% has this amount of authority in the world. But every single politician in our country is a career politician who has been on the same roller coaster, the same game. Everyone's in on the hustle. Yep. And everyone's talking about how I have your best interest. I have your. The only people that have your best interest at heart. Is yourself. Mm-hmm. It's yourself. Yeah, yeah, friends, family, confidence. Sometimes not even friends and family. Yeah, sometimes it's the prostitute down the road you like to frequent, even though she never will love you, but it is a financial transaction. What? <laughs> Idiot. Yes. Anyway. I agree with you, honey. I do understand where you're coming from. And I, I actually see eye to eye with you on that. Yeah. Um, because we are parents, I would like our kids to be brought up in a better world. But it just seems like the world's just going to get worse. No, the world's going to stay the same. It's not better or worse. It's just about how you play the game. True. So in our, in our situation, we are multiracial, multicultural in our family. Both of our children are mixed, and both of our children are going to have their own specific struggles, struggles, concepts of things that are going to go on. But, but it's what they learn here that will help them learn how to deal with those situations. Yes, and my only lesson to my children is that anyone who tries to treat you differently based off of your skin tone or your name or your accent, just laugh. You can't be bullied if you're in on the joke, and if you give it better... You're going to have an audience who is going to side with you. That's good. That's good advice, honey. Yeah. I feel like... And then an ass whooping never hurts either. That's true. But I feel like whatever struggles our children might go through in the end, you know... Yeah, but by the time they're children, the struggles could be something completely different. Maybe it, it could, be. be. It could their be. Their DNA isn't cool enough or it's their or red blood isn't isn't real anymore and mm. everybody's supposed to have purple blood who knows what kind of crazy crap will be in fashion by then your uh, hair can't be long anymore the fashion trend is it has yeah. to be spiky and orange or super saiyans will really be real yeah and then they'll be sad because they won't be super saiyans but then maybe they can make the teen titans all right you're going on a weird tangent <laughs> You're telling me my prostitute tension was weird. You're going on a weird <laughs> Anyway, if you guys um have any questions again um about this segment or about um 
this podcast. I will be leaving a link in the description of this podcast that you can click on and you'll be able to leave a voice message. And um, you can also not only ask questions, but you can also give us ideas for our next podcast. Tonight was questions with my hubby and um, I did answer those. And we also did, you know, decide to give our opinion about um, our little opinion about what's been going on lately in the news with Trump and this whole Iran thing, you know, but, uh, again, we wish you all a very good night. Um, we thank you for listening in with us. If you do have any questions or you want to give a suggestion for a podcast, or if you want to be part of, uh, one of our podcasts, again, click on a link that's going to be in the description of this, um, of this, uh, video and, um, you know, uh, I'll get back to you as soon as possible. So, thank you, honey, for being on. Mm-hmm. 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 Can I have a kiss? All right, kiss. Can I have another kiss? Yeah. Kiss. I love you. I love you, too. Love me, love me. Good night, you guys. Sappy. I'm not sappy. <laughs>